You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our RazorCast studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He also serves as a board member of Friends of Fresh and Green Academy, a nonprofit organization that does extensive charity work in education in Ethiopia. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of RazorCast professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, carpal tunnel. Hello, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? Doing great, Liz. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. So what is carpal tunnel syndrome and what are some of the causes of it? Well, carpal tunnel syndrome, if you look at it, it's basically the carpal tunnel is in the wrist. And their carpal bones are a bunch of small bones that all kind of mesh together. And they create these tunnels in which the nerves and the tendons and ligaments all pass through. So when the tendons and nerves pass through these tunnels, and there's also some blood vessels that pass through there as well, um, there's not a whole lot of space in there. So if there's the slightest malalignment syndrome with the carpal bones or the bones of the wrist, it'll change the diameter of those tunnels and make them smaller. And when the tunnels get smaller, it'll put pressure on the arteries, veins, and nerves that are inside there. That compression on a nerve is the same thing we've spoken about in the past about joint dysfunction. When the spinal bones get misaligned, it'll pinch the nerves. Essentially, these are the nerves that are going through the wrist that are getting pinched, and it's essentially a pinched nerve in the wrist area is carpal tunnel syndrome, the best and easiest way to describe it. Um, some of the things that cause it, it's, it's really known as what's called a repetitive stress injury or RSI, and that can be from any, anyone sitting at a, a keyboard and typing for hours on, at, at a time. Um, it's common in, in people who play musical instruments, pianists, um, drummers. Um, they, they're often seen in anything that has you doing the same thing over and over and over with your hands. Tennis players can see it. it, it it's common in a lot of people where there's a lot of repetitive stress. And what are some of the signs and symptoms of carpal tunnel syndrome? Well, the, the most common signs uh, and symptoms of that for carpal tunnel is usually going to be numbness or tingling in the hands, like an electrical sensation kind of shooting into the hands, um, pain when they put the wrist backwards into extension or when they go into flexion. So all those different maneuvers will change the alignment and put more pressure in that tunnel where that nerve exists and, and, the, and the arteries exist. So if you, anytime you compress or make the, the hole where those nerves pass through smaller, you're going to get pressure on the nerves. And anytime you have pinching or irritation to the nerves, pain, numbness, and tingling will be the primary signs that you're going to see. How do you know the difference between carpal tunnel, arthritis, and tendonitis? Well, those are really good questions. The difference between arthritis, arthritis is very often going to be bilateral if it's 
or rheumatoid arthritis, you'll see it on both sides. Carpal tunnel most often will usually start on one side and not necessarily affect both sides. But the real way to do it is what's called differential diagnosis. And so what you'll do, there are certain orthopedic and neurological tests that put the hands in certain positions. And if you put it in this position and it's a positive test and they feel like an electrical shock going into their hand, you can pretty rest assured know that that Tunnell sign is an indicative of carpal tunnel. There are other signs that are just indicative of arthritis, which is more of like a general achiness and pain, tends to be worse at night. Carpal tunnel might be worse during the day when they're actually engaged in the activities. And then 10 Tendonitis, actually, when the tendons that pass through the tunnels get inflamed, because itis means inflammation, that can actually create carpal tunnel. So those two conditions can actually go hand in hand because you'll see swelling and inflammation of the tendons as they pass through the tunnels. And again, tendonitis is very often associated with overuse syndrome. So it's very difficult to differentiate those two because sometimes those two can actually be linked and related to each other. Um, And then another great way to determine the difference is to use your advanced imaging, your x-rays and MRIs and CAT scans. So you'll be able to determine that by looking for certain signs and and, um, symptoms that you associate with those x-rays or MRI studies. And are there non-surgical treatments available to help correct carpal tunnel syndrome? There absolutely are. Um, you know, the, one of the most important things is is figuring out, well, if you have carpal tunnel syndrome, trying to avoid the actual situations or the repetitive stresses that cause it or contribute to it. So you can back off of those, and then the swelling and inflammation goes down. It creates more room in the tunnel, and some of those cases can resolve just by eliminating the activity that caused it. But you know what? It's not so easy because someone who plays drums for a living or plays piano or is a legal secretary is going to have to use their hands repetitively no matter what because that's their job. So there are certain things that are that you can do. There's cock-up splints that kind of splint the hands and put them in better positions to keep those tunnels more open. There's also um, many doctors of chiropractic who can do um, manipulation to the joints of the wrist to help realign the carpal bones and create a little bit more space. Um, and so those are the, really the non-surgical ideas that are most natural. Then there's always drug therapy, anti-inflammatory therapy for cases that don't respond to manual therapies and non-surgical treatments. You know, there are other options to consider before actually going and having the surgery. And how can the treatment for carpal tunnel syndrome also benefit a patient's overall health and wellness? Well, you know, one thing is the mental component, because if you're in pain and you're uncomfortable, your attitude's going to be a little different. It might not be as pleasant as it normally would if you're, mm-hmm, right. uh, you know, suffering and you're having discomfort. So, you know, just having a positive attitude, you know, towards things is going to help your overall health and wellness, because we all know that stress and, you know, worrying and things aren't going to have a positive effect on our health. Um, so treating carpal tunnel syndrome in my office also requires making sure that there's no pressure building up in the neck. There's a, one theory about carpal tunnel that talks about a double crush syndrome, meaning that there's pressure actually occurring in the tunnel in the wrist, but also pressure from the neck. And basically those nerve impulses kind of ping pong back and forth between the wrist, neck, and shoulder and go back and forth. And in a chiropractor's office, if we're going to be doing manipulations and working on the wrist, we're also going to be working on the neck. And by clearing pressure off the neck and spine, keeping your nerve system clearer 
and freer from interference, your body is overall going to function better because your nerve system is functioning better, understanding that the nerve system is the master system controlling every other system in, in your entire body, including your immune system. So the better your nerve system functions, the better your immune system functions, the less likely you're going to be sick and your body's going to function at higher levels and be quicker to adapt to make its body actually healthier. So it's really important, but it just comes as a general quote-unquote side effect of actually seeing a chiropractor and getting your spine adjusted and removing any interference to the nerve system at all. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're really busy, so I just want to thank you for all your time and advice today. Always a pleasure to be on the line with you, Liz. Thanks for your time as well. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 917-534-6484 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team at RazorCast, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. 